Welcome to Pop Junction. We're your hosts, Mia Howard and Caitlin Graham. If you love the work that we do, subscribe to us on Patreon, patreon.com slash popjunction, where you can earn merch. Look at you. Remembering to do I it at know, the beginning and shit. I keep, you yeah. know, I'm trying, I'm trying, and I'm, d- I'm doing like, I'm, a, I'm trying to do like my NPR voice, you know, like yeah. it's very serious shit that we're talking about tonight. Very serious. Yeah, you can earn merch, and you can listen to our episodes early. Like you can listen to them as soon as they're ready, before they are published to the public. And yeah, so give us a holler. Also, if you love our show, we would really appreciate it if you rate us and subscribe and review and all that shit because it's the only way we're going to get more listeners. (sighs) (laughs) I'm sorry, that sounded really depressing. I feel like we usually start the pod with a little more energy. I'm like, this is Pop Junction. You are listening to K95.5. Um. (laughs) <laughs> what's going on are you excited for today today's your episode i'm excited it's for your today. um it's just a show that is near and dear <laughs> to my heart <laughs> and upon rewatch you cried does not hold oh it does not oh, hold up oh oh but, the well, only text that i received from you while you were rewatching was i'm crying at every episode yes that was embarrassing. I didn't plan on sharing that with our listeners. <laughs> Do you want to cut it out? There's no, so, no, I mean, that's like fine. the least of the embarrassing shit that we've shared with our listeners. Like, have you listened to our last episode? I did have, a, I, I did. had so many moments like listening to her. I'm like, should I just cut like half of this out? Like, this is, <laughs> this is so incriminating. I don't want people to listen to this. <sighs> listening to you make out, listening to your stories about you oh, making it's out. Embarrassing. It's embarrassing. So embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I do have a couple of like pop culture catch up things to mention. Do you have any pop culture catch up things to Love mention? It. Just my normal. <laughs> That's what I want to hear about. Too. You're like, you're like my uh, my source. You're my primary source. <laughs> yeah. So what's going on? Yeah. Um, well, in an interesting turn of events, maybe not surprising <laughs> given how how unhinged Ruh-roh. Kanye is, but <laughs> Kanye Kanye has decided he wants his woman back. No, oh, and he's making public. like public declarations. <laughs> he's making public Ruh-roh. embarrassing declarations about how he's gonna how he's gonna get his family back together. Meanwhile, Kim and Petey <laughs> are like out to dinner. And <laughs> You called him Petey. Kimmy, Kimmy no. and Petey are Did you coin that or is that something they're trying to make happen? I, okay. I, I haven't heard it That's before. it. That's Kimmy and Petey. That's Kimmy it. and Petey. So Petey. Kimmy and Petey are out and we're out to dinner and he had a giant hickey All on right. his neck. All right. So, All right. Like, right? All right. <laughs> like a man going out with the, with Ooh, the noticeable that, that's hickey. That's a turn on. That's a huge turn on for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. Tells you a little bit about the power dynamics Love that shit. in the bedroom. Love that shit. Love to see it. <laughs> Basically, Kimmy, Kimmy's a vampire. <laughs> Get it, Kim. <laughs> yeah. Get it. So, and then Kanye's just kind of spiraling about it. Love so. to see it. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this is definitely going to be mm-hmm. short lived, but I'm and I'm and I'm sad about that because I kind of want them. Yeah, to I'm here for it. Like, and also, you know, uh, we yeah. didn't really address this. We were we were talking more about like Kim's side of the attraction in our last episode, but I have to say, like, well, gr- I mean, Kim Kardashian is obviously like, um, you know, she would be a trophy girlfriend like by anyone's standards because she, for so many years she's been like the be- the beauty standard. Of America, I'm putting all this in quotes mm-hmm. because fuck beauty standards. But anyway, um, but I do think that she also specifically appeals to like a South Brooklyn, Staten Island aesthetic. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like a mm-hmm. Pete Davidson would want a Kim Kardashian, regardless of whether or not she's yeah. the beauty standard. You know what I mean? She's very she's like the type of any dude that grew up near where we grew up, you know? Oh, yeah, right? totally. So, yeah. I agree. Uh, yeah. I agree. She totally would have rocked, like, the sweatsuit, full face of makeup. 
she probably does still. Oh my god. Yeah, and she's totally. really cute in it. Totally. Do we want to talk about the latest? I, I just want to know how you feel about the latest episode of Insecure. So I'm here for this uh, potential thing with Molly and Torian. Yeah. It's very I cute. I was like, surprisingly into that. Yeah. It's, yeah. Must be, I love, first of all, you know I love a good story of like, I hated you, yeah. but now I love you. Yeah. So I'm yeah. feeling those vibes. What else? I was not, you know, I've never been here I for know you have so I'm... I'm just waiting for that shit to fall apart. Um, (laughs) I don't know. Look, I am so gullible. Insecure always fucking gets me with these sequences, right? So, like, even though at the end of the last episode she walked by, she kept going. When she doubled back, I was just like, okay, this is what we're doing. No, I'm I'm so gullible. Oh, my God, Mia. I literally (laughs) said out loud. I was so gullible, too. I literally said out loud. I was like, okay, Issa, like, you're growing. You've grown so much. Like, you're so mature. This is so mature. And then she punted the baby. Like, that was hilarious. Yeah. And I'm like, I should have known this from the way they ended ended season two. Which I'm still not over. Clearly, that I can never that I can never trust my, what my eyes are telling me, and so I was really fantasy fucked up sequences. About that. Love um, it. And then I read a write up in oh, the group today about really so that was that was really funny because it was like only Issa would like lose in her daydreams. So like <laughs> in the second sequence, oh yeah, where, where Condola um, like approaches her where, at the where, taco where, stand where, or whatever. Where, that was hilarious. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> First of all, I was just, I was, I, first of all, I seriously was just about to call her condolences because <laughs> like, everyone always like, <laughs> everyone has all these other names for her that like now she is That's condolences hilarious. in my head. Anyway, um, the fact that condolences like kicks her literally into a, a like heaping like pile of garbage, like a literal heaping yeah. pile of garbage is like yeah. wild. <laughs> anyway, I know, I don't, I don't, I mean, usually if I, if I have a dream where like I'm about to get killed, like I wake up, mm-hmm. you know, like I don't actually die mm-hmm. in my dreams. But maybe Issa does die in her dreams because she'd be letting people play the fuck out of her in her dreams. Okay. I'm excited for when we, uh, well, we'll see. I mean, we'll see what happens in the finale. Like, we got four more a lot episodes. Of, yeah, yeah I'm like, plane. ooh, a lot's going to have to happen, out. you know? Apparently she redid the finale because she was unsatisfied with it at first. And I'm like, oh, God, that already has me in my feelings. What does that fucking mean? Of course she's going to say that publicly and fuck us all up. Hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. How are you feeling now in terms of so like I think it was just two episodes ago. You and I connected about the possibility of a Lawrence Issa reunion by the end of the season. And I felt very optimistic about it because I was like, I don't think we would have gotten that dedicated Lawrence episode unless he was going to play a major role like in the rest of the season they would have just been like all right Lawrence is out of the picture that's it I did I did however I mean I I have another potential theory about that but I'll put that on hold but you were feeling very not optimistic when we last connected about it how do you feel now that they had that run in I'm 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 still not optimistic I feel like Clearly, there, clearly, there's still some unfinished mm-hmm. business there since she's very much got very much has Lawrence yes. on the brain. He he moved back to yes. L.A., so there's something yes. there. But I'm just not I'm just not expecting it to be fulfilling. Mm. Because, I see what yeah, you mean. Whatever it is, it's probably going to feel unfinished or incomplete. <sighs> okay, which I need to just like accept because that's what's going to happen. Yeah, now I'm, I mean, I'm feeling less optimistic and more like anything can happen in the next few episodes. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. So moving on, my other piece of pop culture news. Well, first of all, um, I would like to say rest in peace to Stephen Sondheim, the legend, Mm. legend, legend, legend. We love you. It's been so really amazing to see like all the tributes to him on all the social medias and whatnot. That's been lovely. While I was in Boston for Thanksgiving break, I went to see House of Gucci. <laughs> oh, wow. How was the that? The House of the Gucci. First of all, you know I you know I love Adam Driver. So I mean, I, I assumed. Like, we've never talked about it, but I assumed because he's got a nose. Yeah, it was fucking wild. I mean, I went into it expecting it to be really campy and, like, expecting to laugh a lot. And I did. I mean, I was more confused, like, most of the time than, like, you know, um, 
tickled, I suppose. But like really questionable acting choices from Jared Leto and Al Pacino, like so questionable and out of nowhere and ridiculous. Lady Gaga was, was quite good. Um, she was really, really good. As she as she often is. But the movie is yeah. Yeah, she's wonderful. She's committed. And uh it, it was just like I don't know. Like it wasn't holding together. Like it, it it was unclear like what the tone was supposed to be, like what kind of movie it was supposed to be, like was it a family drama? Was it like a I don't know. Was it like not mafia but like kind of eh? A little bit like that. I don't know. It was it was weird. And yeah, just kind of a mess. But um, Gaga was delightful to watch. Like she really made the movie and she should have been in it more. Like toward the end, she kind of disappears from it quite a bit. And you're like, uh, why am I watching this? She and Adam Driver have a fucking wild sex scene in it where she's literally like making chipmunk faces and going like, uh, uh, uh. Like the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. I was like, the first, I'm also like, you gotta work your way up to this shit. <laughs> they kind of did it. It was, it was so weird. Um, it was very weird and like worth watching. <laughs> I think you would really, you would really laugh a lot at Jared Leto's performance because he just the the character choices were like what? It made no sense. Anyway, um, but you know. Fine holiday fun. Um, don't go see it in the theater, but it's actually playing. <laughs> oh, well, it's playing at the theater like a block away from. I mean, house. you know, if if you're up for laughing for a bit, it is also two hours and forty minutes. It's a long ass movie. Um, maybe I'll see. Oh it Oh my tonight. god, if you do, like, please keep me posted. Send me texts. I will say, um, I am inspired to like. I I want to assume. Lady Gaga's form in that film, like just her aesthetic in that film is like so good. So yeah, on to Babysitter's Club. I have questions for you. Where did this air? Did this air on HBO? I'm about to share an embarrassing story. That is an an answer to your question. So a few things that are important. Apparently, yes, it did air Mm -hmm. on HBO. I, in the early 90s, I did not have cable until eighth grade, so until the late 90s. The way that I came to know about Babysitter's Club, the TV show, was via the Scholastic Book Order form in elementary school. Throwback. And I would buy the VHS tapes. I love that. what happened was I ordered the latest Babysitter's Club episode or whatever it was at the time. And when the Scholastic book order came in, my teacher held like the last like 20 minutes before dismissal to like distribute all the books. First of all, that was always like my, one of my favorite days of the month was like when the yeah. books would come in. Yeah. Because um, I'd be like, oh, new books. Ah, and I could have sworn that I ordered the Babysitter's Club tape. Like I could have sworn that I ordered it. But when she gave me what I ordered, it wasn't didn't include the Babysitter's Club tape. And I was like, mm-hmm. uh, what the fuck? Like, I ordered it. And someone in the class had ordered it. But I didn't order it, apparently. So I just took the one that was out there. No, you didn't. Like, no, you didn't. De- yeah, I wow, took it off the her desperation. desk. The desperation. I took, <laughs> I took it off her desk. <laughs> and, then when, and then when whoever did order it, it probably, it honestly, probably was Roxy. Because, like. That bitch is always taking my <laughs> shit. <laughs> so wait, this was, did you order it before you had seen it? This was like, yeah, yeah, you just yeah, really yeah, wanted yeah. to see it? Well, yeah. Well, How? Well, every few months, like new ones would show up in the oh, classic okay. book order form. All right. So, like, so this was, was not yeah, the first so. one that you had, you had gotten. No, no. I was already obsessed with it. Yeah. That's why I was, I was saying like, wow, that's like putting a lot no, of I faith. No, <laughs> yeah, I, was already, I was already obsessed with it and needed to see them immediately. And so yeah. um, so I hid it in my backpack. My backpack was in my cubby. But before dismissal, the teacher was like onto it that like it, it, it was there and then it wasn't there. And so she was like, well, we're just going to have to stay here till 
till till till whoever took it like comes forward. Oh my god! Oh my god! Did you have a full blown anxiety and, and attack? Because I would and have. She, and she's like, she's like, I know, some, I know. She's like, I know some of you have to make your buses, but I guess you know you'll miss your bus today because you know she did gotta, not. Yeah, she did not yeah, yeah. say that. Meanwhile, she's like my wow. favorite teacher. Like to this day. She's like the <laughs> best teacher I had in elementary school, Miss Engelbert. Mm-hmm. I love you, Miss Engelbert. You know that. And but she literally she would walk, oh my God. But the thing I'll say about Miss Engelbert really quickly is that she walked around barefoot and she had the stinkiest feet in the world. But I loved her anyway. Like think about well, how yeah, she's loved. walking around barefoot in the public school. New York City <laughs> like, public school. But I need Come you to on. understand how but you have to realize how much you must love a teacher when they can like just have like the stinkiest feet in the world and stink up your entire classroom. Well, how much you, you love must her. love a teacher? Because hygiene is well, no, very no, important she, to you. Well, yes, and but everyone loved her anyway. Like we all loved her anyway. So she's over here, like calmly, with quiet authority, like telling us t- telling us that our lives are ending if we don't turn over this videotape. And finally, I just I'm finally I'm like, there's no way out. Like I'm trapped in this classroom. Like because she, she was like, next stop. She 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 was like, next stop. I'm just gonna go. Through, she's like, I'm gonna start going through your belongings one by one, and whatever. Oh my God, that's and I was such a nightmare. That's such a nightmare. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Oh, God. So I went to my backpack and I took it out and confessed. And then she still was very calm and kind. She was like, okay, Mia, you know, I'm going to call your parents tonight so we can, like, talk about this more. Then she, like, dismissed the class and everyone went home. And I, like, went home with a knot in my stomach, like, oh, my God, my parents are going to kill me. Yeah. And, you know, I used to spend a lot of time at my aunt's house next door. So I I was, like, at my aunt's house. My parents came home at some point. Like had the message from my teacher, called her and every or called her back or whatever it was. So by the time they came to get me that evening, like they had already had the conversation with her. Oh Jesus! And I was just, and I was just like, oh my god! I just and I was like, mommy, I just needed this tape. I just needed baby to myself in my life. <laughs> but what's effed up about this is that this was third grade and my grandmother was dying, and so my mom just had like a catch-all excuse in her head of like, oh, Mia's like acting out because her grandmother's dying. Oh. <laughs> and so like my mom also was like easier on me than maybe hmm. she would have been other- otherwise. So everyone yeah. was just kind of like, oh, everyone was just kind of like, oh, poor Mia. She doesn't <laughs> know that you can't steal things. Don't do that. <laughs> but it was really about your pop culture addiction. <laughs> my pop culture addiction, which clearly I've had for close to thirty years or more. I mean, Jesus yeah. Christ, I was stealing VHS so, tapes. <laughs> so I assume that you were a big fan of the book series before. Yes, yes. Okay. Very, like, also was like hot off the press. You know, had to inhale every new book that came out, kind of thing. How many books are there, and are they still making them? I would assume they're still making them. Actually. I don't know. I don't know. I hope not. And because <laughs> it's probably not the same author, right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 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 I, I was mean, never a Babysitters Club kid. Oh, you had more stimulating oh, wow. taste. <laughs> no, no, no. I just, um, I just wanted to like read about murder, so I was just reading Fair that's, Street. That's, that's that's what I meant. I said you had more stimulating taste. Stimulating. I, <laughs> I don't know. More stimulating, just you know darker i, I guess. graduated i graduated to the fear street situation by the end of elementary school but like second grade third grade give me a formulaic book about babysitters in connecticut and i will read it even though the second chapter in every single book was always exactly the same because it always it made it basically made it so if you were reading book two or book 200 you could like pick up the series wherever so the second chapter did it explain was always, like what the babysitters yeah, was yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. got it second, and who everybody second, was yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Every that's every so time, cool. every, every fucking time, it was just like Christy. You know, she's bossy and she's the she's the leader of the babysitters club. Gay, yeah, so, <laughs> big homo. That's, but that's how you build a franchise. I mean, they were very wise. It's about true, building a franchise very wise. And they really, do that. They did that in the TV series too. I noticed that, like in the in the first episode, they were like, "All right, we're going to tell you who everybody is." So you did not read these as. A child. Did you watch these? Did you watch these episodes as a kid? No, you got me into them. I was never into Babysitters Club. You got me into them. You by showing me that ridiculous episode. Although I might have seen, I think I saw the 1995 film adaptation before this, which is yeah, totally okay. different cast, totally different yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Rachel, Rachel Lee Cook, we see you. Rachel Lee Cook and all those other oh, people. Lar- Larissa. Larissa Olenek. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Who was iconic. And there was a more recent adaptation, right? There's like a yes. newer series, there's right? Like, there's a new one. Yes. That like aired, that like debuted on Netflix in the last couple of years. Did you watch it? No. Oh. I'm I, I am really loyal to the OG cast. I'm like Wow. I, I, I didn't even I mean I did I have to admit I did see the ninety five rent um adaptation, but I was like, I don't really want to like this and so I didn't. <laughs> I liked I uh, for some reason I got really sucked into the drama with Christy and her dad in the mm. 1995 adaptation. I don't know, you know. I just I got really into it. Like Watson Brewer. Watson Brewer was it the name of Oh, it's the name of her dad. Yeah, because Christy Brewer, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So can you ground us in what the Babysitters Club is all about? Yes. So. An enterprising young group of girls. Entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs. <laughs> um, no wonder you love say, this. I know. It was like my earliest underpinnings of my interest in financial literacy and entrepreneurship. And they're all ultra responsible, by the way. <laughs> like, I know. You know, they're all doing the most. Like they're all valedictorian material <laughs> just based on like, <laughs> not valedictorian necessarily, but like... Uh, they're all elite college material, if you will, based on all their like extracurricular activities and shit. Exactly. They're doing a lot. Doing the most in middle school. So yeah. these girls um, are in, I want to say Stanford, Connecticut. They're in Connecticut. I don't know if it's Stanford, but it's like something like that. Stony Brook. It's a fictional Stony town. Stony Brook. Brook. There you go. Not to be confused with the actual town of Stony Brook, New York. Yes. So Stony Brook, Connecticut. And... Um, Christy, being the problem solver that she is, realizes early on that there's an unmet need in their community because a lot of their own parents um, have children that were like the younger siblings of the girls in the babysitter's club, and they were often struggling to find childcare. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, like Christy didn't always want to necessarily babysit her own siblings right so Mm -hmm. it allowed it's like solved this problem of like i don't want to get stuck at home having like babysit my baby brother or sister i can also make a couple extra dollars doing this for a neighbor or for you know someone else in the community or from one of my friend's siblings and so they started this babysitter's club and the original members were christy claudia who's like artistic oh sorry christy is like the president of babysitter's club and just like a tomboy and um, <laughs> very gay and really really gay <laughs> or um and um, and bossy and you know has like capital L leader qualities and then Claudia um, Kishi who is Japanese American and she's artistic and loves candy and junk food and just like is like easy she's very stylish she's very fashion stylish forward. fashion forward. Then there's Marianne Spire, who um, is bookish and, like, supposed to be, like, quiet and kind of, like, seems like like purity, like, high on, like, purity vibes and, you know, whatever. Mm. Um, and Tellingly is the one with a boo, with a long-term boo. Yes. So, um, it's not a secret. Marianne's my favorite character. Really? I know it's weird, right? But I've always that like, was going to be her. my question. Really? <laughs> yeah. All right, I, we, we're going to dig into this after <laughs> we. So go on with the characters. Yeah. So Marianne, and then as like their friend group starts to grow in middle school, more members of the babysitters club are added. So then there's Stacy, who is like the Jen Lindley of Stony Brook because she like moves up. <laughs> <laughs> she moves up from New York, and she's like. The fast, you know, like sophisticated, like, you know, she's, you know, she's a childhood model. She becomes a teen model. Yeah. 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 Iconic dimples and hair. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So she like, she's blonde. She kind of has like Blair from Facts of Life vibe. She like, you know, she, she brings like the like New York stylish, sophisticated, whatever vibe to the group. Um, And she also brings a diabetes representation. 
She does, which is one of the reasons why I was crying watching these episodes. I was like, Daisy, sign up, baby. Oh, my God. That episode was really intense. I fucking know. Where Dawn kept, like, giving her shit about, like, what she was eating. And she just, like, wanted to, like, let let some shit go and, like, just be, like, another like another person, like her other friends for a minute. Yeah. Yes. I know. It was a lot. Yeah. Um. So that's Stacy. And then Dawn moves to the area because her parents split up and she it's moves from California to Connecticut. And she's supposed to, like, represent, like, the blonde, like, long blonde California surfer, like, vibe. She's, like, very health conscious, like, vegan before vegan was a thing. But, you know, she's just vegetarian. But, like, you know, vegan, vegetarian. She is an environmentalist and really cares about the environment. Um, So that's Dawn. And then over time, some of the older, well, actually, what are the connections here? Two younger, like, junior members join the club, which mm-hmm. are Jesse and Mallory. And they're maybe, like, in sixth grade, whereas, like, the rest of the girls are, like, in seventh or eighth grade. But, you know, when you're that age, it's like, you're a sixth grader and I'm an eighth grader. We're oceans yeah. apart. <laughs> and because of that, at least in the series, they totally get treated as, like, secondary characters, kind of. Was it that way in the mm-hmm. books, too? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. There just is never as much going on with them. Like, they're definitely, like presented as supporting characters for sure yeah and so those are the girls and then in their orbit you know they each have like interesting family dynamics so dawn's mom and marianne's dad eventually start dating and get married Mm -hmm. making marianne and dawn's stepsisters which is really cool because they were already really close as friends yeah they become stepsisters which is cool christy's parents um Re, her mom remarries at a certain point, and so she also winds up with step siblings. Um, like uh, she has a younger sister, stepsister named Karen, who also had um, a spinoff book series about her. It was like, oh, really? Yeah, they were like the Karen books that were like really for like first, like they were clearly for first graders. Yeah, cause because she's super I, young in the series. But because I was like obsessed with all of it, I was still reading these books, even though like. No, you're like here for it, (laughs) right? I like begrudgingly, I like begrudgingly read them because I was so loyal to the whole concept, right? I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, I gotta inhale these two. Mm -hmm. So then there's her younger sister Karen, and then you mentioned it already, but Marianne has her boyfriend Logan, Logan Bruno, and he's supposed to be like a preppy kind of like nice guy, like nice guy, who I also really like in the series, like in the TV series, I like him. Um. Did we cover all the major? Yeah, kind of. I think so. Oh, Claudia's Claudia has an older sister who's like a type A nerd. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and and their relationship made me fucking sob this time. I was like, why am I crying about Claudia's relationship with her sister? Like, what is happening right now? <laughs> but yeah, those are all the major like relationships. Yeah. So that's it. That's Babysitter's Club. And then in the early 90s, they turned it into a TV show on HBO. 30 it's so minute funny that it was on novellas. HBO. Although I guess wasn't Ready or Not on Showtime. So like both HBO and Showtime had their period of like trying to dabble in like teen dramas, which they haven't really done in a while. Like so family friendly is, teen dramas. So this is where we have to be more precise because I, like you, would describe this as a teen drama. But I was corrected recently that these are really children's shows. <laughs> I mean, they're, yeah, they're, well, they are like, what are they? They're 13? Yeah, 13. They're supposed to be 13. Yeah. Um, this um, was my first time watching the whole, all 13 episodes, which are on YouTube, YouTube, by the way, listeners. So you can watch it all for free, for free 99. Um, the only episode I had seen. did you watch it for free? I didn't watch it for free. I had to pay. On YouTube? Yes. Somebody somebody had it on YouTube. I'll send you the like, link in a I little bought, bit. Well I, well, I already bought the official series on YouTube for, like, whatever the fuck it was. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know what happened. Did I? No, I didn't buy it. No, it was free. I think it was free. Yeah, the only... Prior to that, I feel like once a year... So, listeners, there was a period in mine and Mia's relationship where... 
Um, I feel like annually there were certain pieces of media that we had to watch every year. And one one of them was obviously the Velvet Rope Tour. Yeah. Of course. One of them was that um, for a while. Were you part of the group of people that would watch the Hangin' Tough Live tour and KOTB? Or was that like a jury Lauren kind of thing? Well, you and I would watch... Oh no, we would watch that. that, that, that Baby, I believe in you. you. Different, different. The greatest hits, the greatest hits DVD. That's right. Yes. With the twirl. The twirl. Jordan. Um, The Jordan Knight iconic twirl. But another piece of media that was a part of this was um, the episode where uh, Dawn gets a crush on Shane McDermott who we discovered is now a real estate agent in Galveston, Texas. (laughs) Looking great. Looking great, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to you, Shane McDermott. I I think you still look great. Mia, I think, is missing the 90s hair. That's probably a big part of what it is. You got to bring that back, boo. Got to bring it back. Now, if he looked exactly the way he looked in that picture, but still had his 90s hair, be a whole different story. So was it like a, I mean, I'm sure it was partially like a Shane McDermott crush thing, right? That's why you wanted to like watch that episode over and over. But it was also because the actress who plays Dawn in the HBO series, her acting style is incredible. And like, I mean that genuine. No, I mean that genuinely. Because like, it's not... I mean, they're all so I put this in the camp of Ghost Rider where it's like they're being coached to act for a children's audience. So they're like, yeah. everything is a little bit extra. Everything is like very explanatory. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like a little didactic, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. like, we're going to go over there and we're going to throw the best party ever, you know? <laughs> like everything is delivered kind of like that. <laughs> I just love the line in that episode where do it, Tom, do it. Where Don, Don's like, <laughs> so wait, you have you to explain thought- what happened. Okay, explain what happened first. <laughs> okay. Oh man. Oh man. Okay. So the episode is Don and the Dream Boy, and it's actually interesting because, like, in the whole course of the series, like Don isn't really presented as like boy crazy or like really having any kind of like interest in boy or whatever. And then all of a sudden she has this crush on, sh- on um, Jamie Anderson played by Shane McDermott and he's like a soccer player and he, and um, their paths cross cause he's coaching some of the boys that the babysitters club also babysits for, including my favorite client, Jackie Radowski. He is my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> he is cute as fuck. He is like the best kid on the planet. He's a little and wasn't kid. he in Pete and Pete? I don't know. Do you remember that show on Nickelodeon? I think it was like, and one, I think it was him and the actor who plays his older brother. Like, I think they ended up being on Pete and Pete together. They starred in Pete and Pete. I might have made that up. Oh. Anyway, I'm pretty sure that's them. Anyway. Well, I didn't have, I didn't have Nickelodeon back then, so. Okay. I don't Sorry. know. But anyway, Sorry. so Jackie Wadowski is like a klutz and he's like struggling to just even kick the ball. Like he, like he's just a klutz. And the girls are walking by the soccer field one day after school and they see Jamie coaching him and Jamie's just being really patient and like persistent and just like, you know, sharing little inspirational messages with Jackie so he can like have his foot actually connect with the ball. And um, (laughs) John just kind of like walks by and is like kind of, you know, very much reminiscent of what our actual friends were like in middle middle school and high school being how boy crazy we were. Oh, my God. Go to the lacrosse games. Yeah. Yeah. I would go to the baseball field in Mill Basin to go see my crush play baseball. It was like all very relatable. Anyway, so (laughs) um, Marianne offers that she actually knows him because she has a class with him. So Marianne, again, is Don's sister, and she's like, oh, actually, I kind of know him, and when I pick up J- when I pick up uh, Jackie after practice, I can, like, kind of talk him up, talk you up to him, um, and so Marianne, like, a really good sister and friend, does that, and, like, keeps, almost, like, sickeningly so, she's like, she's like, you know, Don, she's the really pretty Dawn one. Don with the, with the, <laughs> the really pretty one with the blonde hair and the beautiful, and the beautiful skin. <laughs> Exactly. It's like, what are these lines? Anyway, and so, you know, Jamie seems to take an interest and starts, like, showing up more. Like, they keep having more interactions in school, passing in the hallway, whatever. 
Eventually, Don and Jamie have a run in, in the hallway um, where he asks for her number. So it's like, oh, my God, like, fucking shit, shit worked. Like, he's going to call her and, you know, maybe ask her out because there was a, a game or something that was coming up that a lot of people were being asked to go to as, like, yes. you know, a, a date or whatever. And so she gives him her number. She, like, races home after her, one of her babysitting client things is over. And she gets in the house just right before Jamie calls. Jamie calls, asks her to the game. She says yes. The, the, later that week, she rushes home now to, like, prep and change for this date. She's looking all cute. Marianne's home, helping her pick out a cute outfit and whatever. He rings the doorbell. He has arrived. She runs downstairs, like, all excited to go on the date with Jamie. And she's, like, and he's kind of, like, stalling at the door. So she's, like... She's like, do you want to come in? Like, or should, oh, we should go. You know, we should. We, otherwise, we'll be late. And he's like, oh, like, who are you going to the game with? And she's like, I thought I, I, thought was, going I was going with you. With you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I thought I was going with you. I thought I was going with you. And then it dawns on her. Oh, dawn, it dawned on Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> Title of episode. <laughs> so it dawns on Dawn. That the she that Jamie got them confused, and so she goes, um, <laughs> she goes, can't even do it. Wait, she goes, she goes, you, <laughs> you thought I was Marianne on the phone, didn't you? You thought you were going to the game with her, and he's like, oh, it's oh, you know, it's all right, you can go, and she's like, it's not all right, and she's like. <laughs> Runs upstairs and like slams the door, and Marianne and, and Marianne's like, "What the fuck?" So she like Marianne comes downstairs and she's like, "What happened?" And he, he, <laughs> poor Jamie's like, "I mean, you two don't look alike, but you sure do sound the same on the phone. <laughs> you sure do sound the same on the phone." And Marianne's just like, "You should go." And so Jamie leaves with his tail between his legs, like, "Oh, he fucked up." And then Marianne tries to, like, comfort Dawn, but Dawn is having none of it. She turns Marianne into the enemy, and she's like, bitch, you stole, you tried to steal my man. I'll never trust you ever again. <laughs> and then they get into, like, I think those are epic... her exact words. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, and then, like, they get into the most epic fight and that Christy has to break up. She's like, <laughs> so they're, oh, yeah, now I forgot. <laughs> they're now decorating for, like, a sweetheart dance, and Marianne, tensions between Don and Marianne are really high, so they're not even talking to each other. They're just like going through intermediaries and asking other people to relay messages for them. Like, yeah, it's like that classic like TV show (laughs) scene of like they're sitting back to back. Can you tell Marianne that blah 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 blah? Can you tell Don that blah blah blah? Oh, I love that part. So, so yeah, so that starts to happen at the dance. Then Christy. Oh, calls an emergency meeting of the babysitters club because like shit's gonna, oh, yeah. it's really fucked up. And then while they're at the in their like babysitters club meeting, right? They're they're sitting back to back, um, and they're just like trading like, you know, like what's the word? Like mean like mean things. Like they're just saying mean, mean things about each other under their breath and to the other people in the room as if the other person's not sitting there. And then it quickly gets emotional because Christy's like, okay, time out. Like, each of you gets, like, five minutes or whatever to explain your feelings. The other person can't interrupt. And Dawn gives this, like, pitiful statement about how, like, Marianne clearly had her designs for for Jamie and, like, you know, she wanted him for herself. And then Marianne's like, Dawn, you're my sister and my friend. I could never do anything to hurt you. Why don't you believe me? And then I, like, busted out crying, like... (laughs) And then they go to the dance and that music plays and Jamie asks Dawn to dance that and they dance like two white teens in the early 90s. It's very like that. It's the I mean, it's the way that like Zach Morris used to dance like on Saved by the Bell, you know? 
And it's exactly. not the way that, that Jesse and Slater used to dance because they were dancers. They were down. With a capital D. Down. Yeah. They were getting down. I mean, yeah. Jesse was oh, practicing yeah. to do her pool sex aquatics and show and show girls. <laughs> so she had places yeah. to be. Um, yeah. What a classic episode. So tell me why Marianne is your fave. That's a great question. So I really, I honestly don't know that I could like say it, say it clearly, but like it, it definitely comes from the books, like the way that her character is written mm. in the books. Mm. And first, I just think I empathized with her, like growing up with a, just like a single dad. Her mom died, I think, when she was young. And so her dad kind of like raised her mm. on his own. Um, she just seemed like totally unproblematic as like a character. Like, mm. Chris, like Christy's kind of painted as like bossy and annoying. Yeah. Dawn also is kind of like principled and annoying in her principles because she's like constantly going around telling people how they should be and what they should do and whatever. Mm. Um, Claudia I also really liked because she was painted as like just like a cool chick with like artistic vibes that was like yeah she's awesome like be about her art Um, the brain the brain the center of the chain there was also an episode where they all dance they all do a choreographed dance and they were getting down you know they were doing like a little Stephanie Tanner vibe of a Uh choreographed (laughs) number so babysitter's club (laughs) That's, that's why I love it I want to hear your thoughts. I mean, you kind of were watching it with fresher eyes. Well, I do love like how ultra responsible they are and how like seriously they take their business. I like that was very inspiring to me. I'm like, y'all are so young and you're all like on board and you know how to take care of really young children better than I do now. Like, so I was honestly like, because I just met my met my my newborn niece last week and I was like, I really need to like figure out how to take care of children for when I have to take care of her. (laughs) And these uh, these fictional preteens were inspiring me. Um, but also what I loved about it, I, I love anything that was clearly shot in the New York City area. And this clearly was. And these were all clearly like New York City kid actors, because every once in a while you get a little accent from some of them. Oh, and my it's God. Amazing. All of them. Especially Dawn, um, even though she's like from, from California. I thought like I was going it. with you. <laughs> Yeah. And then, no, my favorite though is Marianne when she talks to Dawn and she says, Dawn. <laughs> Every time she says Dawn, it's Dawn. Dawn. She has like a splashy ass day. She's like, Dawn, Dawn. Um, yeah. yeah, I fucking, I love it. Love it. And especially um, whenever they have one of like the really little kids, a lot of the really little kids have the accents because they're too young to like not have their natural oh, accent. Oh, Charlotte, you know? Charlotte Johansson. Charlotte has an accent. Charlotte Johansson. Does she? I have to rewatch yeah. that episode. I love that episode when they have uh, she and Stacy have their little like cricket noise. Yeah, yeah. Very cute. Very cute. Yeah, I just it was. I mean, it's very heartwarming. It's a heartwarming exactly. series. It's a heartwarming show. I love heartwarming shit. And I was. I mean, I was into our it. Respect. I was fully into it the whole time. And I did enjoy all of like the Christie gay coding, like which in my opinion, oh my the gay God. coding, because there's that, <laughs> there's that moment. They're like not even subtle about it because there's this, there's this part where um, I don't know. I don't remember the context. It might have been the Dawn and the Dream Boy episode. It might have been another episode, but they're talking about like Logan or Jamie and and so one of the girls says, we're just jealous. We don't have boyfriends. And Christy goes, not me. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to pause it and just it's, like. It's, um, it was it was on, it was on in the gym bike because they're talking about it while they're over over pizza. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, all right, Christy, you're doing a lot. I just love how like obvious the gayness was back then. And yet it still goes unspoken. You know what I mean? Like. Well, shout out to Ann Martin for like, you know, having some kind of inclusivity. Get that representation in there. And didn't, I have to say, like, I I think somebody was posting about the new series on Tumblr when it was coming out. And I asked, is Christy gay? Like, did they make make Christy gay or were they cowards? Were they say? I think they made her gay. I think they made her just like gay, just like outwardly. Oh gay. my god! I I have to, then I would have to rewatch it just I for that think. reason. I mean, like, what are you even? I don't saying? know. 
don't quote me on that. It might just have been a fantasy I had about like having some better representation at Babysitter's Club. I don't know. Yeah, I just, it was just very pure, you know, very pure and heartwarming. High, high on the purity scale. I love that scale. shit. High, on the, high yeah. on the purity scale. And I just, I don't know, as a, as a jaded 38 year old, like I need more of that shit in my life. I it was, was very refreshing. I mean, to it was. watch it. I was like, it this was. did wind up shaping, like, who I am. Like, because I watched Aww. it so much. And, like, even though I have a raunchy mouth, at my core, I'm just, like, a wholesome chick, you know? <laughs> Same. Same. I love it. Yeah, I was happy to. So I got home from Boston late Friday night, which was a whole ordeal. And I spent all of Saturday watching this. And I was like, I'm happy that I spent my day watching this because this was <laughs> a joy. It's like a, it's like a good palate yeah. cleanser. Yes. Yes. If you've had a hard day, like just, I might rewatch Dawn and the Dream Boy tonight just for that. So the one, the one that I'm going to watch that I didn't, I didn't get to watch rewatch yet is Marianne and the Brunettes. Um, I loved that episode, even yeah. though it was cat, it was catty as fuck. I will say that that's my only gripe with the series is that it was very of its time in that there was like a lot of internalized misogyny <laughs> at points <laughs> like at that in that episode, like especially there was just a lot of catty bullshit happening. And I was like, I could do without this. Like that girl, like that girl, this. like Come that girl, on. Marcy, she's like the fucking worst. Marcy was terrible. I know she was she was hella she was very like New York City I was like is she from South yes. Brooklyn like is she from right? my basin like what's right, happening right right look at her bangs look at her face it, yeah yeah Just it was like like, her, like like everything about everything about everything about her was triggering because I was like I fucking it was know very you. triggering especially the name Marcy I was like yes yeah. You with are an Marcy eye. and you are like, Marcy. yes, Marcy with an eye. She's another person I I think I looked her up I like lo- I looked the actor up because I was interested in like. Where, this where bitch she come was from. now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> where this bitch come from, and where is she now? Zach Braff also is plays a prominent role in one of the later episodes in the oh, season. Yeah, you said that. Was it was it, was it the babysitters and the boy sitters? I have to go back and watch. No, it was. Um, is his name something Cummings? David Cummings. Mm. He's oh yeah. He's the, one... the the second guy that Dawn has a crush on in the season. But something happens with him. Yeah, and I can't. I can't remember now. I can't remember the context. Pew pew pew. <laughs> First of all, that song is amazing, and we have not yet talked about that. Should be our that should be our theme song for the podcast. I don't think anyone will sue us. It was like a mini file that was like public domain, probably. Nobody composed that. It was public so domain. The what other, did you want to talk about? I'm sorry. Well, the last thing I want to talk about is the Babysitter's Club theme song. Say hello to your friends, oh. Babysitter's Club. <laughs> say hello to the And I will say, like, nothing better than friends. Prior to prior to this watch of the full season, I found that I found that song a little bit irritating. I think just because like you made it an earworm in my life. And I was just <laughs> like, oh my god, like here the theme song comes again. But the more as I was watching, the more episodes I watched, the more I was like, "Wow, I'm like fully bought into, into this it. theme song. You're into it. You're I'm into fully it. bought into the vocals here. Like the delivery <laughs> is so good." Say hello to your friends, babysitters club. I mean, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> no, it's it's totally you know epic. That your friends are always there. If I'm feeling down and out, if I'm feeling blue, I mean, come on, sing it with me. I know I can. The way that she like, hold on, I need to look up some lyrics. Oh my god, so I can, my like, favorite, my favorite lyric. Growing up together, never too hard. Yeah, that's a good I'm one. I'm sending you my love straight from the heart. Say hello, so you friends. <laughs> can you do the um, can you do the key change for me? <laughs> so, oh, at, after that part. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I should look up that vocalist and just like see what's up with that. More, she needs she needs to get more work. Yo. Because yeah. she, she was, needs a, to she get was more a, work she was, if she's still alive. She was an, right. But she was an iconic 
90s <laughs> right. song stress. Okay? Like, she should have been nominated for some Emmys for that shit. Okay. It was amazing. We'll be sharing yeah. wonderful times every day. In summation, any last words, Babysitter's Club 1990 series? Well, we've already made a play for, you know, a recommendation that you all watch it on your nearest YouTube, wherever totally. you find your YouTubes. And, we, you know, <laughs> check it out. I had to pay for it. Caitlin didn't figure that out. I really watch it for free. Don't do what I did. Your name has to be Caitlin in order to get it for free. <laughs> Yeah. No, we'll put well I'll, um, I'll put the link in there. I'll try to I'll make sure that I can I find the free link and put it in there. What are we doing? Oh, are we finally doing my so-called life? Yay! With Logan Cooper next week. I hope that I hope that she Yay! um she's um she's feeling better. And um yeah, I was watching some of it earlier today. So, yeah, very excited. I have a lot I to started, do. I, there's I, there's I, like I 20 started, episodes. <laughs> I started watching a couple weeks ago. I got to get back into it. Yeah. I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be good. Yeah. Is this a quiet ending to our episode? Yeah. I don't have more to say. You have more to say? No. I mean, if y'all made it this far and actually listened to this episode, which is about the babies. Of course they do. Of course they did. which Which I recognize. It's not everyone's cup of tea. Oh, well, I mean, if they li- if they listen to like all six episodes of the L Word, you know, when we went through the whole series of the L Word, which <laughs> goddamn, we did that, we did that, we did that, yeah, then they're here. Okay. Okay, my so-called life next week. Bye, y'all. first guest, first guest, Logan. We'll see Cooper. how it goes, Logan Cooper. We also need like plenty of time to talk like middle school and shit. You know, oh yeah, middle school and high school. First of all, first so. of all, Logan is good for some fucking memories with. Evan. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Logan yeah. has all the receipts. She'll be like, "Here's yeah, the shoebox of all the notes we passed in middle school." I'll be like, "Oh my god, <clears throat> yeah, it'll be great." She's gonna have to come it'll with some great. trigger warnings. <laughs> trigger warning. Bye, y'all. <laughs>